0: You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And this episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Built Bar. Now, Um, the women's basketball season, regular season, rather regular season has come to an end and in the similar fashion of what I did for football before the bowl game, I'm going to do it for basketball, uh, women's men's basketball as well. But today is the women's basketball year in review. We're just talking regular season here. So again, there's still a lot of room. Uh, based on expectations and all that good stuff. But the fact of the matter is, uh, at the moment, this is this is just a, an overview of what NC State is or what they've done so far uh, to me at the moment. All right? So, this team is 17-2 and overall, uh, has not played the volume of games that we've traditionally seen due to a lot of, of COVID issues and all that. Uh, we've reached as high as number two in the nation. Uh, right now, we're number three as the uh, Aggies have moved up somehow, which, you know, whatever. I, I Again, these – Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield of, uh, of college athletics because no matter what we do, we get no respect at all. Somehow, Texas A&M jumped ahead of us for beating a team that we already beat, which, again – Very confusing for me. Um, Very, just, just very, I I don't, I don't exactly get it. I don't exactly, um, I don't exactly understand, I don't exactly understand how a four loss South Carolina team was, was ranked in front of us or whatever the case may be. But I mean, whatever, whatever. I'm not really, not really too much into uh, the, Arguing about what what these teams are or not, because again, it's shown itself plenty of times. It has shown itself plenty of times. Um, the Aggies beat the number five South Carolina, moved ahead of us. We beat the number one South Carolina, and we couldn't even get the respect of oh, they're the best team in the ACC. So, you know, it is what it is. We we accept it. We we move, but it's just it's. It's very disappointing, very interesting to me to see uh, how these rankings are shaking out and shaping up because, again, it just there, there doesn't seem to be much consistency there. But we're not going to spend this whole time talking about uh, talking about how talking about how even today uh, there's still this belief that um, South Carolina is a one seed. And we're a two seed. We're not going to spend the whole day talking about that and, and, and thinking about that. What we will talk about is, again, NC State season so far. NC State season so far and all the things that they've accomplished, as well as the letdowns and the the, um, the low moments as well. So, you know, we, when we look at this team again, like I've said in the uh, Senior Day episode, Every year, the win percentage increases every single year. This year, we did not have the same volume of games, so the two losses uh, weighed a little more heavily, but still, this team is just it better, 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 and better every single year, every single year. When I look at this team, I look at all the good things they accomplished. Number one, they have held serve at home court. They have held serve at home court. 11-0 at home, that's that's big time. That is very, very big time. And then, even if we're looking out on the road, the two losses that came, one of which was on the back-to-back without a list of good name, uh, one of which was just a sheer letdown to the girls in baby blue. No other fans are butts about that. But the recovery from that, with they recovered from that, rather, with a plethora of 20-point wins and 30-point wins until they played Syracuse, who was undefeated at home, and uh, ended with a seven-point win. So that's there's there's that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna break this down. Just I'm gonna start with the out of conference play. Out of conference, we did not have a soft schedule by any means of the imagination. Yes, we played some lesser teams in North Florida in in uh, in Central North Carolina Central, but we played the number one team on the road. Without Jada Boyd, one of our most important pieces, we came away with a 54-46 to win. Other than that, all of our uh, non-conference games were sheer dominations, which they should have been. And the thing that I, I really need people to understand, the things that you assume and that you take for granted, if college athletics has taught you anything, don't. Don't. Look at UVA's men's basketball team. People assumed and took for granted they're going to beat up on San Francisco. They lost that game. People assumed and took for granted, oh, this this UVA team's going right to the ship against NC State last week. They lost that game. You cannot assume anything, anything with college basketball players. It's a lot of volatility. It's a lot of young men and women who are growing into their game, but also they have a lot of other things outside of what's going on on the court uh, happening. And I'll, I'll even go as far as to say this. When you are a professional, things are more streamlined as far as what you need to do, what you, excuse me, what you have to do, what your routine is. But again, college athletics, don't take anything for granted, especially in a year like this, which is just a unique year on so many fronts that has given us so many firsts. When I look at how many first this this year has given us, uh, again, these a pandemic happens once every hundred years. All of the offshoots out of that, right? We looked at uh, the the in the men's basketball world, a lot of blue bloods being terrible. We looked at in women's basketball, we don't have a single undefeated team. We don't have a single team that is head and shoulders better than everybody else the way that that we're traditionally used to seeing with women's basketball. There isn't one. There isn't one team that just proved by far we're better than everybody else and we're going to show it. And I would love to say that's NC State. However, that that letdown against the girls in baby blue definitely warrants the question of, well, are they? The fact that at times we seem to turn it on and turn it off it, it begs the question of, are we head and shoulders better than everybody else? And again, if the question is ever begged, then you don't deserve the title. Head and shoulders, anybody that beats them, it's a shocker. Doesn't matter who it is, it's a shocker, right? There were years where uh, we talk about Baylor with Brittany Griner If anybody beat that team, it didn't matter who, anybody in the country beat that team, you're like, what? If you were actually paying attention that year. If anybody beat that team, you were shocked, you were surprised, you were in all. There isn't one of those this year. So that's that's just a, uh, a brief little look at that. And after this, we're going to get into the conference play and how we've done in conference so far. But before we do, let me talk to you all about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Yeah, football season might be over. It ain't coming back for a while. I'm sorry to tell y'all, but... The NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Even baseball is getting going, speaking of swings, with their spring ball. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. We see award season kicking off with the Golden Globes. Hey, be ready. Be ready, folks. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds that you could ever want. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sports e-book. And please use promo code locked on to let them know we sent you. March madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball podcast. Beyond the uh, non-conference games that we had earlier this season, in conference, in conference, we're 12-2 and two on the year. And honestly and truly, I don't think that we let down in, in conference either. This team has two losses, one of which came without its all-world player uh, in, in Alyssa Kunane. But honestly and truly, I don't really see how anybody could say, yeah, this team... This was a letdown. This was a disappointment uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Again, there is no denying that first loss in Chapel Hill, sure. I'm sorry, that second loss, rather, in Chapel Hill, sure. That was the one letdown. That was the one moment where I'm like, really? Come on, man, really? But other than that, even the Virginia Tech game, it took overtime to take down a team that was missing one of its best players. The, and, and might I add that was the uh that was the game that saw their largest margin of defeat all year and it was an overtime game in which we just ran out of gas we just ran out of gas and there was a lot of stand around on offense but again you cannot take things for granted uh against against a um against a a or you can't take things for granted with a Group of 18 to 22-year-olds. And then, between those two losses, which which I find kind of odd here, wedged between those two losses was a win over number one Louisville. Had we handled our business against the girls in Baby Blue that Sunday, we would have been the number one team in the nation. We would have been the number one team in the nation, but it wasn't in the cards for us. And that's fine. That is what it is. Uh, but there's there's just so there are so many good things that happened in conference play and ever since that uh game against the girls in baby blue there has just been again sheer and utter dominance sheer and utter dominance after that game we have not played another game that was within single digits except against Syracuse at home and again Syracuse this year May be the greatest example of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde as far as on the road and at home, I have ever seen. I have ever seen. And that is not an exaggeration at all. Like I said in yesterday's episode, if you look at this Syracuse team, 8-0 at home, 14 and a half point uh margin of victory against all power five schools. If you look at them on the road, four and six, and I was coming into the game. By the way, that's why I still say eight. No, I know that they lost the game to us at home, so that makes maybe one. But at home in the Carrier Dome, they they were unstoppable. They were unstoppable, and that's not an exaggeration. Again, when you are winning games by an average of two touchdowns in basketball, that is a big deal. That is a very very big deal. And again, if you look at the splits from home and the road, when they went on the road, they were abysmal at times. But at home, they just—it's like—it's like getting on the, the the team plane. Somehow, the Monstars would take their talents every time that they would travel somewhere else. Every time they hopped on that team plane, the Monstars came and said, "Listen, I get it. Y'all like the hoop and all that, but we gonna need—we gonna need this while on the road. I'm sorry." We're going to need it. We'll give it back when y'all get home. But we can't have y'all out here taking your best abilities on the road and risking it. Because, again, that is a very quality team, especially at home. Especially at home. You can't name too many teams in all of the nation that ain't zero no at home, all power five teams, and double-digit margins of victory. This this is a, That was a, a, a good win. Doesn't matter what their record is, that was a very quality win when I look at that game. And also another thing that I look at when I look at the conference play uh, for us is just the fact that, again, we were robbed of a few very, very good matchups. I was very disappointed uh, that that uh, Notre Dame came down with their COVID concerns. Right, the game that was scheduled the day after Valentine's Day, I was really looking forward to seeing that game. I was really, really looking forward to seeing that game. And Wake Forest, the team that uh, some bracketologists have in their last four in, we just went out there and whooped the wheels off of them as well. We went into their house and just whooped the wheels off them. And again, I was one of those where we let our feet, we let our foot up off the gas at the end of the game, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a knock on this team simply because there's a difference. the turning it on, turning it off, that's a huge problem for me. but when I say let our foot off the gas at the end, I mean Coach Moore clears the bench sometimes, which is not a, a bad thing. It should happen at some level. At the end of the day, that game was 60 to 36 leaving the third quarter. It made sense for uh Coach Moore to to you know play everybody that he possibly could get everybody that he could out there on the floor. It made sense. It really and truly did. And again, they played they played very well that game. This this team has just the revenge game and the play for K game in which uh in which Kai Crutchfield just went absolutely off. And uh Jakia Brown Turner as well. Another one that just she just she showed up, and she said, this is my game. Y'all are on this court with me, but this is, this is all about me tonight. And she did. She showed it. She showed up big time with a 25-point uh, a performance. And, you know, again, we've talked about this before, but one of the games that uh, we lost on the season, Alyssa Gounet wasn't there, right? And then you look at the game against the girls in Baby Blue. And you look at all of our scores. Alyssa Kunane was charged with being our leading scorer. Ja'Kia Brown-Turner went 4 of 16 from the field. 1 of 6 from deep. We as a team went 4 of 19 from deep. And even beyond that, uh, we, we only shot 12 free throws while also shooting 4 of 9 from deep. And Carolina, on the other hand, shot 42% from deep. So... That game was just it was just a perfect storm of things. Hey, they got us. They got one up off us. Outside of Kayla Jones, the rest of the team hit one three-pointer that game. Kayla Jones went three for six from deep. Jakia Brown Turner had the other uh three, and she was one for six from deep. So that that game, when I look at that game and I see everything that happened there. It is what it is. Uh, We look back at it in in disappointment. But the point that I was getting around to making is a point that I've made before and a point that needs to be a point of emphasis even in the tournament ACC and NCAA. This team is at its best when Alyssa Kunane is not asked to carry a huge load. When she's not asked to to just go out there and dominate and and, uh, all those good things and that was a game where she was two games back from her bout with COVID. So, uh, that or her her comp being out because of contract tracing or COVID protocols or whatever the case may be. So, uh, that was a game that after seeing the win at Louisville, it was disappointing. It was a letdown. We did. Number one was like right at our fingertips. It was right at our fingertips and we let it slip away. We let it off the hook. But, again, this this team has done just amazing things, amazing things all year. Um, could you wish for better? Sure, sure. Could, could we see, I'll tell you this, though. If you were to tell every Wolfpack fan, hey, you can keep the regular season we've had or you can start off from the top and and see or hope or expect that we do better, which one would you go with? A vast majority, anybody in their right mind, would be happy with what we've what we've done so far. Again, two wins over number one teams. Both of which are somehow uh, number one seeds, even though we've beat both of them head to head. But sure, it is what it is. And then when you go beyond that, uh, you see that we've we've got just quality wins after quality wins after quality wins, even against teams that are not necessarily ranked. Again. Anytime you be a, a team that is as good at home as Syracuse was this year, that's a good win. Anytime you mop the floor with another tournament team in Wake Forest, because if you would have watched that game, if that game was all you knew of Wake Forest, and you said, "What what tournament do you think they'll land in this year?" just based off this one game, somebody would have said, "What most folks would have said, they they couldn't even play in the YMCA tournament. They can't even play in the AAU tournament." playing like that but that is a bona fide tournament team that is a bona fide tournament team that uh they need to they need to help themselves out as far as the tournament goes when the ACC tournament goes when a game or two but the fact of the matter is we mop the floor with them so again when I look at conference play it has been uh it has had some downs but it's also been a very very good uh in conference season for us so as well so far. Let me talk to y'all about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best p- tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even delicious with 18 flavors. Six new flavors that include Caramel Brownie, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cake, Carrot Cake and Almond, Apple Almond Crisp, and 12 original flavors. Please understand that these bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're very soft and easy to chew with the exception of the newcomer to the group built bar crunch peanut butter flavor uh crunch that bar again i've had some delivered to my crib it is just that's where it's at if you're not the type of person who loves soft and chewy that's what you need to get into and it is high fiber high fro high protein low sugar low fat low carbs that is the type of bar that you need to accomplish whatever health goals you have. So go to billbar.com, use promo code locked on on your next order to get tons of sweet savings. So, again, I'm about to close this thing out. But um, if, if I'm looking forward to the rest of the season, is the, the question that comes to mind for me is anything less than a natty a disappointment? And for me, I'd say no. If this team was to make it to the Final Four, that would be big time. That would be huge. Uh, but a Natty would be great. Let's make no bones about that. A Natty would be great. That would be a, a, a national championship for this team would just be a, a tremendous accomplishment. And again, we have the pieces in place to do it. We have senior or very exper- senior and graduate guards who are very experienced. Who have seen it all, done it all, who played a lot of basketball. We have again an all-world defender in Alyssa Kunnane, who can do it from all over the court offensively and defensively. We've got a, a the um, six woman of the year, ACC six woman of the year, and Jada Boyd, who is just instant offense, instant energy, instant rebounding. Uh, and and Kai Crutchfield is she's doing her thing coming in. She's doing her thing, and she's giving you what you expect out of a senior. Jakiya Brown Turner has ramped up her scoring at a prolific rate that we absolutely love to see. This team has weapons on weapons on weapons, and let me—I'd be remiss if I forgot to mention Camille Hobby as well, who is a, a, a younger player, but in relief of Kunane does good things every, almost every time she's out there. So it's it's definitely possible. Again, like I said, this year does not have a team that's like, yep, it's them and everybody else. This year does not have a team like that. So the floor is wide open uh, for everybody to compete, everybody to have a shot at this thing. I just hope that we see this team compete. And I hope that we play Louisville again and whoop the wheels off them in the ACC tournament to show everybody for once and for all, this team that y'all have as the one seed, we've got the answer for them. We'll let Dana get hers, and everybody else is quiet. It's quiet for y'all around here. It's real quiet when you come in our territory. Anywho, thank you all so very much uh, for listening. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it. I appreciate you all. Again, the, there's big news on the horizon. There's big news on the horizon again, and I know I know that y'all are like, what's the big news at this point we're getting Just stay with me. We got some big news on the way. Um, I appreciate y'all keep listening keep sharing keep subscribing keep leaving uh, keep leaving dope reviews or you know leave a critical review whatever you feel like go ahead and leave that review be as honest as you want alright peace and love y'all and as always go Pack you are locked on NC State your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day